Ladies and gentlemen, it is the Driveway Liberty Podcast. The most influential podcast in America this week. Hey guys, I'm your Uncle Wes, and I'm sitting here with my good friend, Coach Dan. I know that's a different cast, but you know, figured I'd toss that in there. We just, just kind of rub it all up in the Yeah, man, nowadays. it's all just one thing anymore. Uh, but we're hanging out in the driveway celebrating a huge victory for Liberty, for Driveway Liberty Podcast, for Driveway Liberty Media, for the Liberty Minded. And for you, a win for friends. for America. A definitely a win well, for America. Well, I, I, we'll see. the start the first step, the yeah. is first down, and the ball is in our in our hands. Yes. We won the coin toss. We did, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> All right. So, what are we talking about? We are talking about our boy Gates leaving this driveway and going directly back to Washington with our message. All right. So, Speaker of the House uh, Kevin McCarthy announced today that the Republican Party will move forward with an impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden. Yes. So in case you didn't listen to our last cast, right, which we released on Thursday morning, yep. I think we would be remiss if we didn't let you know that and that was last show Thursday. in the driveway. Yes. We demanded this very thing to the only person who has attempted to hold McCarthy accountable. Right. Representative Matt Gates. Mhm. Well, the day after he gets back to Washington, the day after Congress is back in session, the very thing we demanded of our representative in our driveway happened. Well, and that goes to kudos and how powerful the Driveway Liberty Media Liberty Pack and Liberty uh, Lobbying Network is. Okay, my next line is, it's clear as day that everything must now go through the driveway. It used to be true with just Walton County. Now we have established that it is true nationally. That precedent is right there. It's set. It is set. If you want something done in Washington, got to be coming through the driveway. You got to come through the driveway. And and you know what? Our lobbyists are pretty strengthy. Yes. Yeah. So. So it's interesting. At, let's get serious now and talk about it. It's interesting how Gates talked on our podcast about putting pressure on McCarthy uh, bringing up a vote to vacate the seat because he hasn't done. Well, let's almost. clarify that. He asked what we thought what he should do, and we told him, and he did. Yes. But he he's the one who brought up the question about uh, should we should we vote to vacate? Right. And we were like, well, if he doesn't do what he promised to do, get yes, him the hell out of absolutely. it. Absolutely. So it's interesting how I'm sure – I'm sure McCarthy knew Gates was coming in with guns blazing, mm -hmm. and he was set to speak at like noon on the House floor, right? And the, the rumor was that he was going to call for a vote to vacate. Yes. So McCarthy, being a slimy politician, mm -hmm. goes out there before Gates goes on the floor and announces this um, opening of the inquiry for impeachment yeah well i mean you it's know gates is pretty fat. much well he threw down a gauntlet when he said yep. oh, look i'm we're gonna make a motion to vacate yep and mccarthy's like uh-oh let me go out here and do something yeah i better although it's and and that ladies and gentlemen i can't read it, reiterate enough is the influence of the driveway liberty podcast it's it's pretty scary when it, you think about it, it is scary how much influence we have Dan. it is 
And I mean, we don't we don't we don't need grows, to let we don't need to day. let this power go to our head. No, no, because we're just humble guys. We're just driveway. regular dudes in driveway drinking beer, influencing policy. But That's showing, all. Like like that Oliver guy. Yeah. Just a good old uh, Virginia boy or West. Where where is he from? Virginia. West Virginia. West Virginia. Yeah. Goes out in the woods, makes a little song video. Yeah. And has freaking Washington up in arms. Yeah. Worried about it. Two and fat guys sitting in the driveway demanding shit from our congressman. And, and, guess, and what? guess what happens? There it is. Less than a week later. Right. Absolutely. Hell yeah. Yep. Fight people. Title of this episode is Hell going yeah. to be Hell Yeah, Is the Driveway Liberty Podcast Too Powerful? <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's going to be. It's, it's, can't, are they too powerful? Well, you can rest assured, ladies and gentlemen, we will always have liberty at heart. Yes. No matter how powerful we are. That's correct. They say that absolute power corrupts absolutely. Not, not in our case. Not in this case. No. No, because we'll we just be want we want to be left alone. We want you to be left alone. We want a smaller government, and that's how you get there. And and listen, there there is probably there's a lot of shit that's happened in the last few years. Yes. But we may be up against the most important fight right now oh we are we are absolutely up against it and we're also up against this guy who decided to start cutting his grass right as we started recording he obviously didn't get the memo of how influential he, we are he does not know how way. powerful we are but part of the charm is you we, get the ambiance yes that's true uh, audio wise and video wise you can see all the shit in my garage <laughs> <laughs> right i sent a picture of uh gates sitting there before he did that um uh, newsmax hit yeah and it was kind of from the side. And uh, one of my buddies said, uh, you should probably not put that p pick out because it, it looks like it's the Driveway Liberty podcast sponsored by the Home Depot. Because there was literally eight Home Depot, Home Depot buckets, buckets right there. sitting behind gates. <clears throat> That's funny. Well, I mean, if the Home Depot wants to, uh, you know, sponsor us and, 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 you know, harness some of our influence. Yeah, we would definitely have some, some demands for that. We would. We would. Definitely, yeah. definitely, no doubt. We're that big. We are. We're huge. <laughs> <laughs> At least our heads are. Right? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> all right. So, even though McCarthy came out and threw that little shiny little thing to divert our attention away from some very important shit that's going on, Gates went forward with his speech. And we've got that for you. Yeah, let's listen to it. It's going to take a minute. We may stop it and make comments to tell you how cool we are because it's stuff we talked about. But, you know, we'll, yep. we'll try to play it in its entirety. Uh, there we go. On this very floor in January, the whole world witnessed a historic contest for House Speaker. I rise today to serve notice. Mr. Speaker, you are out of compliance with the agreement that allowed you to assume this role. The path forward for the House of Representatives is to either bring you into immediate total compliance or remove you pursuant to a motion to vacate the chair. Yes. We have had no vote on term limits or on balanced budgets as the agreement demanded and required. There's been no full release of the January 6th tapes. As you promised, there has been insufficient accountability for the Biden crime family. And instead of cutting spending to raise the debt limit, you relied on budgetary gimmicks and rescissions so that you ultimately ended up serving as the valet to underwrite Biden's debt and advance his spending agenda. Mr. Speaker, you boasted in January 
that we would use the power of the subpoena and the power of the purse. But here we are, eight months later, and we haven't even sent the first subpoena to Hunter Biden. That's how you know that the rushed and you know, somewhat rattled performance you just saw from the speaker isn't real. At this point during Democrat control over the House of Representatives, they had already brought in Don Jr. three times. And we haven't even sent the first subpoena to Hunter Biden. Power of the subpoena and power of the purse. Only thing the 118th Congress is known for at this point is electing Kevin McCarthy speaker and underwriting Biden's debt. And unfortunately, there's only one of those things we can remediate at this time. Power of the purse. Our leadership right now is asking us to vote for a continuing resolution. A vote for a continuing resolution is a vote to continue the Green New Deal, a vote to continue inflationary spending, and in the most troubling of fashions, a vote for a continuing resolution is a vote to continue the election interference of Jack Smith. Mr. Speaker, we told you how to use the power of the purse. Individual, single subject spending bills that would allow us to have specific review, programmatic analysis, and it would allow us to zero out the salaries of the bureaucrats who have broken bad, targeted President Trump, or cut sweetheart deals for Hunter Biden. September 30th is rapidly approaching and you have not put us in a position to succeed. There is no way to pass all the individual appropriations bills now. And it's not like we didn't know when September 30th was gonna show up on the calendar. I must be better, you must be better, and this house must be better for it is the last best hope for tens of millions of Republicans. We demand real oversight against this weaponized government. Just look at the bribery. If tens of millions of dollars flowing from foreign corrupt people into the bank accounts of the Biden family wasn't enough for actual impeachment, why were we even looking? Joe Biden deserves impeachment for converting the vice presidency into an ATM machine for virtually his entire family. We all see it. We all know it. Now, moments ago, Speaker McCarthy endorsed an impeachment inquiry. This is a baby step following weeks of pressure from House conservatives to do more. We must move faster. Now, I will concede that the votes I have called for will likely fail, term limits, balanced budgets, maybe even impeachment. I am prepared for that eventuality because at least if we take votes, the American people get to see who's fighting for them and who's willing to tolerate more corruption and business as usual. So I think you'll, you'll, you'll know that that statement right there came right from this driveway during that conversation. 100%. 100%. The thing we told him. Yes. So we we know want who. to know where the cards fall. And we, we want to know who we primary the shit out of. Exactly. Was the actual quote. Yes. Mr. Speaker, dust off our written January agreement. You have a copy. Reflect on the spirit of that agreement and build on the start that we had moments ago, began to comply. No continuing resolutions, individual spending bills are bust, votes on balanced budgets and term limits, subpoenas for Hunter Biden and the members of the Biden family who've been grifting off of this country and the impeachment for Joe Biden that he so richly deserves. Do these things or face a motion to vacate the chair. And let me alert the country, a motion to vacate might not pass at first, but it might before the 15th vote. And if Democrats bail out McCarthy, as they may do, then I will lead the resistance 
to this uniparty and the Biden McCarthy Jeffries government that they are attempting to build. I know that Washington isn't a town where people are known for keeping their word. Well, Speaker McCarthy, I'm here to hold you to yours. I yield back. Mm. On. Mm. Mm. So those, that, those last couple of sentences are extremely powerful because, yes, there may be some rhetoric there. There may be some inflammatory speech. But the thing is, is what he's in essence done on the record is he's, he's like, you remember old Bugs Bunny putting the little, taking the white glove and putting a brick in it and slapping you Simony Sam in the face. <laughs> That's basically what he's done right here. And he's also lumped McCarthy in right there with Biden. Yeah. Oh, yeah. With the establishment, with the Uniparty. And he's, you know, it's on the record. Absolutely. Right on the floor of Congress. Right on the floor of Congress. So, uh, I'm, I, I am proud that we have this influence. I'm really kind of scared of our power right now. Um, I'm not. I, no, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying I it. Think, I think we should wield it more. We, we definitely should. But I, I, I'm, we're also proud of Matt Gates for going to Congress and doing what he said he would do in this driveway. Well, listen, we gave him some heat, and he took it and right? responded the way we would expect someone to respond. Absolutely. Listen to us and... Take, take appropriate, take action. appropriate action. So this is just just like McCarthy's, uh, whether it's a token gesture of putting a, together an impeachment inquiry. Um, at this point right now, Gates' speech is just a speech. Yeah, absolutely. It is. So, but you you have to go on the record and and make these things known. And then what we're going to measure now is the action going forward. Yes. And he, and he talked in his speech about uh, the demand for individual um, bills, spending bills, yeah. for each item, as opposed to one giant lump spending bill. Well, that was part of the, the original agreement. appropriations need to be well, separated, yeah. In the original agreement, they were supposed to be single-subject single bills during this 118th Congress. Yeah, appropriations. Yeah. yeah. And there hasn't been. They've no. tried to lump all this stuff in, and... Matt said he was not going to vote for an, a continuing resolution, so we will. Which is just kicking the can down the road. Right. Which, keep the government funded at the current level, and then yeah. we'll revisit this later. Well, we already did that. We've done that for the last 10 years. Yeah. So he said that now we don't have time to have individual bills. Bills. Well, I'd say bullshit to that because their tactic was to delay it to the point where you don't have time. Right. So now because you delayed it, the government's going to have to shut down. Yes. And listen, before anybody freaks out, the government shutting down, I mean, it's shut down over 20 times since Carter's been president. Yep. It's really not that big a deal. It's not that big a deal. It's non-essential elements of the government shut down right so that means most of the stuff still happens but think about this if non-essential programs shut down and it's such a big deal we're spending two trillion dollars a year on a bunch of non-essential stuff oh yeah we are 
I can, I can tell you that right now. We're if, if the non-essential stuff is so important. Look, I just because they're going to sell you. They're going to sell you on. Oh, you got Oh, my do. God. Oh, Social Security is going to stop. That's, none of that's true. Right. Veterans are still going to get their benefits. Social Security checks are still going to go out. All yes. that stuff happens. Yes. Congress is still going to work. They're still going to investigate and move forward with what they're doing. Yep. It's the billions and trillions of other dollars of bullshit that the government does that is going to stop. Yes. And I'm okay with that. And I think we should stop it permanently. Well, personally. I, I don't. I don't have an issue. We like don't it, need an ad. It's counsel. happened twenty times since Carter. So, and I don't. I don't know if anybody can even point to a time in which it actually influenced uh, an average American citizen. No, uh, but I mean, we could do without the ad council telling us to save money. We could do without NPR radio. We can do without NPR. We can do without uh, the grants to the museums in Washington. Mm -hmm. uh, we can do without. For a lot of foreign aid to other countries. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, we could do with about a third we, we could of do without the, the entire the, federal workforce. The Federal Trade Commission meeting. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, we could do without the FBI. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. Department of Education. Unfortunately, the FBI would, would still, they would be deemed essential. Because I think the government... The executive branch that's in power can decide what's essential and what's not to to an extent. Yeah. So you're still going to get, you know, the January 6th people being hunted down and locked up for nothing, nothing, uh, trespassing for, yeah. you know, ruining their lives for trespassing. Yeah. Uh, you're still going to have For taking that. a tour. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. That's uh that's uh that's the way it works. That's the way it works. So. so one other thing I want to talk about in regards to this is when McCarthy made his speech. Yeah. It centered around Biden's abuse of power, right? And corruption, but it didn't really get into the the it kind of tickled around the edges it didn't get into the actual corruption of the biden right uh government the, his administration so there's a couple of things that hopefully what 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 an impeachment inquiry does is like mccarthy did say this we're going to let the evidence take us where it takes us yes which means there's no central thing they'll start somewhere and if the spider web spreads out to other things, it's going to be what it's going to be. The, the fear I have is that we're going to get the newest version of Trey Gowdy yeah. out there who's going to make all these wonderful sound bites on Fox News yeah. and stand in front of a microphone, and we're going to say how great he is mm -hmm. and then just turn around and understand what a just a BS artist he was. Yeah. So Comer and um, who else was in charge? Jim Jordan. Okay. So yeah, Comer and Jim Jordan, Jordan are leading the two different um, the committees. So you got the Judicial Committee. And then there's a the third one, the Ways and Means Committee, mm -hmm. is also involved in it. 
and the guy, I can't remember his name. I, I really don't know if I've ever heard of him. Chair of the Ways and Means Committee? Yeah. So you're going to have those people leading the charge. Right. So, uh, you know, we're going to find out if Jim Jordan is who he says he is. Yeah, or if he's just a big talker like uh, so many folks up there. Yeah, we're going to find out if Gomer's who he is, says he is. Yep. And we'll see how it turns out. My fear is... Jason Smith is the committee chair for the Ways and Means. Okay. So my fear is... Um, the issue is, and we've talked about, we kind of touched on this, even with, with, with Matt Gates in the driveway, is when the Democrats get power, it's a, you don't have to sell any of them no. to go after the other, the other side. Look at, they went after Trump with freaking virulence uh, on a, on a made up BS twice. Right. Completely 100% made up fabricated bs with zero evidence right now we have real issues we have actually a real impeachment maybe for the first time in our country's history where somebody should really actually get impeached yeah because if you look at the southern border this guy is funding and perpetuating an invasion of our country oh yeah oh yeah he is but you didn't hear that out of McCarthy's mouth. No, you didn't no. hear anything about the border. No, that's because McCarthy is on the same team. He's only doing this to save his ass. Which McCarthy's in charge, so my fear is he's going to put people in place that are going to be that are going to be great at standing in front of the microphone like Trey Gowdy was. Yeah, telling us. All the things they found and all the issues they have and nothing comes of it. Yep. Well, that would be par for the course, man. Well, if that happens, I'm going to count on my congressman who's been him and, and those six, the five others. Yes. Who have been the only real people to put pressure on McCarthy. I'm going to count on him to, to not stop. He's got to put He's pressure. He's got to keep going. This has to be a real impeachment investigation. They have to dig deep because it's all there. Mm -hmm. The other thing I think that needs to be involved in this is the unconstitutional and illegal mandates in which he forced companies to make people choose between a poisonous jab and their jobs. Right. That is unconstitutional and unacceptable, and it's an impeachable infraction. Absolutely it is. I didn't hear anything about that. No. I and mean, you know what? They're they're threatening to do it again. Not threatening. They're they're telling us that it's got to happen. Yeah. Well, yeah. COVID COVID woke his ugly head. You know what? Fucking not, flu season. I'm not playing COVID no. anymore. I'm not doing it. I'm not playing along. But it's coming. They're already talking about vaccine mandates. They've already they have new vaccines out for I don't know, the freaking whatever Variant now instead of it being Greek alphabet variants, yeah, it's now actual names like Grivendorf or something fucking uh variant Slytherin, yeah. So you have whatever this G, there's a G something variant, and all I can think of was Harry Potter when somebody said it Gryffindor. <laughs> so you have that variant which 
the the the, the that variant is not going to uh it's nothing like any of the the delta variant or anything so so but tr- they made a bunch of vaccines based on that variant yeah and that vaccine just got approval from the FDA for that variant for avert emergency use and that's what they're rolling out now they announced it that vaccines are they haven't announced a mandate but they announced vaccines are available for emergency youth authorization for those 12 yeah. and up well man i tell you it right so i kind of i got tickled at that because i had not heard that yet but i left the I house my wife's still recouping from surgery and she was watching harry potter <laughs> and as i was walking out the door i heard Gryffindor. <laughs> Gryffindor. I didn't I couldn't think of Gryffindor or Grimaldi's. <laughs> Grimaldi's pizza. It's the Grimaldi's variant. It, it's it's just crazy. It is, man. It's absolutely nuts. I'm not playing along anymore. You know what? I may get sick and die from something. Matter of fact, at some point I will die of something. Yeah, it's inevitable. Um, but I I'm just not playing along, man. Y'all can kiss my ass. That's uh yeah we're not we're not doing any of that especially with the influence we have right here in this driveway yeah nobody would dare slap no. a, a virus no. on us no absolutely not Mm-mm. we're too important to the green the we're immune things. we're immune yes <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you know in cl- in not I don't want to say conclusion we talked about doing like a longer show tonight um. But I do want to say that we are proud of Matt for going, leaving this driveway. I mean, he, I think he actually got in his car and drove straight to Washington that night to prepare. No. No, he went, he went no. somewhere he went else. To, he, went, <laughs> he went to hang out with his wife for a little bit and yeah. relax. He was on vacation. I mean, he was. He, it's okay. There's nothing. And think about it. He's he's not in session, technically on vacation. But he's in his he district. Did, he, he's in his district, did the women's fed meeting. Yep. Came and talked to everybody there. Which will be coming out probably before this cast. So that that speech, we did record that speech as well. Uh-huh. And then came last week, which you've we released on Thursday. Yep. Um, and came and sat in the driveway while he was on vacation. Yeah, he sat here a good couple hours. I mean, yeah. you know, he did. Oh, yeah. He sat, he came and hung out a little bit before show and he hung out a little bit after. And, you know, it was, he's, it was his date night. So I know that they left here and went and had a good time somewhere and hung out. But, uh, but bless Ginger's heart, she's not from, she doesn't live in district, right? And um, or hasn't as long as the rest of us. She sat right here in the driveway and sweat with the rest of us. Yeah. So, uh, but but you know what? We're going to take a little break. Uh, we'll be right back and we'll do some beer reviews. How about that? Hey Sounds guys, good. Uncle Wes here. Remember how we're always talking about how we wish. We had access to an alternative marketplace for conservatives and get away from this woke culture. Well, guess what? We found one. MammothNation.com. You can buy jewelry, eyewear, stuff for your pets, sauces, spices, coffees, vodka, wine. Just about anything you want, you can get at MammothNation.com. And guess what? If you use promo code driveway liberty media when you sign up you can get 30 percent off your first year go check them out mammothnation.com promo code driveway liberty media all right guys welcome back to driveway liberty podcast let me see if i remember which button to match 
Guys, it is that time once again where we discuss beers. And uh, let me defer to my good buddy Daniel over here. What you got, man? Listen, it, based on us wanting our government to streamline and go back to basics. Right. I went back to basics on my beer today. Okay. So I am delving into my stash from America's oldest brewery. Gangling Lager. Nice. Ooh, sorry. It's the original amber it, beer, which we original. know is my favorite kind of beer. So I had uh, a whole shit ton of these on Saturday. Yeah. And, and we drank a lot. So one on Sunday. We drank. All right. So this is how much we drank Saturday. We watched football. No, we got to save this. Well, I can tell this is right. two different two casts. Two different casts. Yeah, all right. So we, Dan and I watched football all just about all day Saturday. Yeah, pretty much. We 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 watched the second half of the Colorado game. Yep. The whole Miami game. Right. And then came back here. Half of the Alabama, Alabama game. game where second, they, where they lost. That was beautiful. That was a beautiful thing. Second Miami won, which was beautiful. Yeah. Second half of the Alabama game here in the driveway. Yep. Because we do more than just political podcasts in the driveway. We yep. actually watch football. Right. Absolutely. And then we watched the first half of the Auburn game, which they won. Yes. And I'm I'm that game was a nine thirty game. It's like eleven yeah, o'clock Dan, at halftime. Dan falls fall asleep, asleep and I'm like, dude, I'll just go to the house and watch the rest of the game because <laughs> I, like, I felt twist, bad. Twist my arm. Yeah, I, I didn't make it to the end of the Auburn game. But we drank the whole time. Eleven hours. So what did we make it to? It was probably like one thirty when we went to to Austin's? Yeah, we went to Austin's, and I drank several big beers we got up there. back here at, like, after seven. We went two, through two shifts at Austin's. We did. We closed we out close with out one bartender, bartender <laughs> and then opened another. <laughs> yeah. So. And I, I can tell you, yesterday, or yesterday, Saturday, it was one of those days where the beers were going down like water. Oh, man, weren't they? It was, it was they were so good. They were. And then watching Miami beat the dog shit out of Texas A&M made him even better. Yeah. Well, Auburn didn't look that great, but I guess we'll talk about that on the sports cast. Hey, but, a win's a win, right? Yeah, you it, go all the way across look, the country like that. What and matters play is what's on night. the score, right? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Well, they got some shit to work out, but hopefully they will. They got to decide on a damn quarterback. Yeah, pretty much. That's exactly what they need to do. Yep. Exactly what they do to do. Sorry, man. I'm. I'm What's your beer? I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting here doing marketing work, and and, and we and, just went on a football rant. Yeah, and haven't even gotten to your beer. Well, I am drinking uh, Sweetwater 420 because I had I did have some of those left because mm-hmm. I'd bought a case because they were Bogo when oh, I bought shit. them. Bogo. And um. So after all the beers at Austin's, and we came back here, and I probably drank another six or seven or eight. And that's, yeah, we, I feel I, like we might have done a shot, too. I can't remember. Yeah, because yeah, uh, Chris came over. KJ was here. And when Chris gets here, it gets a little crazy. It does. Uh, matter of fact, um, I love Chris to death, but I was trying to watch my game, and I was like, 
man, can you shut the fuck up? He cares nothing about football. He cares football. nothing about football. But I was trying to watch the game. And the occasional comments, okay, but full-blown conversations. That, loud. That's, like it's loud. loud. He was football. drunk and it was loud. Those are kind of off limits. So I, I had some 420s left, so I am drinking Sweetwater 420. If you want to hear a more in-depth review, I did one during the Gates cast. You can go back and listen to that. Yeah, it's a good that, beer. Yeah, it was. It, it, I mean, it is. I'm about to open another one right now. And and that's at Austin's. I literally drank pints of Yingling the entire time. Well, I think I was drinking. Was I drinking IPA? No, I was drinking Miller Lite because I yeah, I knew we the big listen. The freaking Miller Lite you were drinking was the, like the size of my laptop. <laughs> Look, I like those big mugs, man. I feel like I'm, it's part of my. I, I found out with it's like my a ancestors, Stein. It's like a Viking Stein. I felt like you know that's the way I feel. I'm like I'm celebrating my ancestors. Yeah. So I have I have the Viking ancestry, but I also have those Celtic, which are all known for drinking. Mm-hmm. So I can say skull or slancha. Well, which is cheers in both languages. As but. we've turned out, my my um, ancestry is mostly Irish with some Italian thrown in there. But you go to Irish pub, you're drinking a pint. Yeah, absolutely. And I drank a pint all day. Well, I drank pint after pint. I mean, I did too, after but they were a lot pint. of them were just in one glass. Yeah, you, well, yours weren't pint. Yours were like a quart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the milkman brought your beer. They were freaking huge. Yeah, man, I was uh, I was enjoying it quite immensely. So that, ladies and gentlemen, it was is, a good Saturday. It was a, good Saturday. It was a great Saturday. Yeah. So there you go, man. Uh, that's the beer reviews. What you got, Dan? Well, if you've been paying attention, you know that a Democrat tyrant. Governor of New Mexico has kind of taken the what the fuck is up the health like the so just the premise behind this is there was a road rage incident in which an eleven year old child was accidentally shot. Now we're not diminishing that at all. It's fucking terrible. That shit should never happen. No, absolutely not. You shouldn't be shooting people at a road range. You know, you know what? That's already illegal. Yeah. There's laws against that. There's already laws against that. There have been a couple of other shootings in the Albuquerque area. And so this tyrant uh, governor, Luhan Grisham, issued an executive order on Friday banning law-abiding citizens from carrying guns in Albuquerque and Bernadillo County for at least 30 days, citing an emergency health order. Right. So what kind of shit is that? So there's a couple shootings, and you're declaring this as a An emergency, a public health crisis. You want to talk about stretching the limits... Of not only your authority, which she doesn't have the authority for this, and we'll talk no, about she that doesn't, in a minute. Because it's but stretching the limits of of something that gives you power. So when there's a an emergency like a legit emergency, a legit like a hurricane, there's some powers that the government has. Yeah, they can impose uh, and they're there in good faith and stuff like for that. For them to, to to be the stewards 
of making sure that we get through a crisis. Stewart. Stewarts. Stewards. Stewards. Yeah. Yeah. You know yeah. Okay. Said? All right. No, you said it sounded like you said Stewart. Like Stewie from Family Guy. Stewart. With a T. Are we going to do grammar shit? Because I could go all day. I'm trying to keep it light, man. You know? <laughs> yeah, we're talking about this fucking psycho bitch in, in New Mexico. No, that's why I've got to keep it light because she pisses me off. I mean, I just. She needs to fucking get a fucking clue. Well, How did she get in power in the first place? She's up there saying you can't, you do not have the right to bear arms or defend yourself. And and you're, you're who the fuck voted for this bitch? Democrats. Yeah, absolutely. They did. Democrats. This is, this is their kind of people. Mm -hmm. If, if the, the way the left is, if, if there was a Democrat tyrant that actually could, could get away with this, because this is playing out, and she ain't getting away with it. No, no good. So good, she should. There's, there's a couple of things that are going on. First of all, after she announced this, literally the whole state of New Mexico put on their fucking guns and went to the Capitol. Good, good. There was thousands of people out there. Look, man. The and the police took no action. Everybody was peaceful. Yeah. But they came out to let you know, you ain't fucking pulling this shit. Right. They should. Nope. The people who govern, who are elected to office, aren't better than we are. No. They are no better than in, we are. In a lot of cases, they're much, much worse. Much, much worse. Much worse. They definitely do not have the pulse of everyday life. Right. Because they're, they're coddled and they literally have people kissing their ass 24-7. They don't live in the real world. Right. There's a few that try to, but even the ones that are good that try to still don't live in that world. Yeah. They, they make a shit ton of money. Literally, the people that are surrounding them are kissing their ass 24-7 and giving them whatever they want. Yeah, absolutely. And whether that is their, and their associates that work for them or the lobbyists that want them to push their legislation that helps their companies... Etc. Well, here's the thing. They deserve respect sure. when they earn it. Sure. Not just because of their title no. or the office they hold. No, we, we'll respect. Listen, we'll respect the office as long as you adhere to the office. You know, every time going back to Matt Gates, and I, we can't, he, he's in our good favor for sure this week. And. But one thing he always says in every one of his speeches in district, my bosses, you are my bosses. Yeah. Every time when I first met Matt and we were trying to get him to come on the show the first time, he's like, you're you're my bosses. I definitely want to come on that show. Mm -hmm. And that was before he knew anything about the show. Yeah. Yeah. And then he learned. And then he went back <laughs> after he met with us. Right. He went back and his one of his first tweets was, I met with my bosses. Yep. And they told me what's up. Yep. And here I am to lay down the law of the land. Exactly. And he did. Exactly. Go read the tweet. We retweeted it. It's out there. I ain't making this shit up. It is. And some dumbass like, well, your bosses are your constituents. And we're like, yeah, well, we, we, we are his fucking constituents. You moron. <laughs> you, you dumbass. <laughs> so anyway. So this thing went sideways pretty quick with this. Uh, Good. It should. This tyrant um, governor. Well, and we should be like that when any right is infringed. Well, it's not just the citizens. Yeah. So the 
Bernadille County District Attorney Sam Bregman, who was appointed by this governor earlier this year, told her to pound sand. Good. He's not, he's literally not doing anything with this. Nobody's getting uh, prosecuted for this. The Nor should they. Albuquerque mayor, which I can't, mayor I can't here, hear Demo- Albuquerque without the Democrat mayor. Bunny. Go ahead. All I can think of is Breaking Bad. I think of I think of Bugs Bunny. I should have <laughs> took a left at Albuquerque. <laughs> I get all I think of is Breaking Bad. Mm. So the mayor Tim Keller said, "Pound sand." Good. And then the police chief Howard Medina also told her to pound sand. Funky cold Medina. So you literally. Yes. They literally took all of her power away. The citizens rallied, and all the people who are under her charge to do her bidding told her to fuck off. Good. Because she's 100% violating the Constitution. Yes, she is. Not to mention there's multiple lawsuits out there against her office. Should be. There absolutely should be. But we should be like this anytime any of our rights are infringed. Yes. You know, one thing I regret not speaking with Matt about last week is one of uh, one of one of his constituents in this district that owns a gun store, Gulf Coast Guns. He went and testified before Congress, and then automatically, like almost immediately, had the ATF showing up at his place. And but Gates did tweet about it. Yes, he, he did. Got, and he, there was an article. Actually, I think it was an email he sent out. Mm-hmm. That uh, that he, he sent them an email. He sent he, the ATF, yeah. ATF an email asking them why are they going after somebody that testified in coverage? That's witness tampering. That's illegal. Yes. Well, they don't care. They're Democrats. No. Yeah. Or, but, let me rephrase that. They're they're bureaucrats. Big, big government bureaucrats. But but that's the thing, man. We should the way the people in New Mexico they are setting a good example of how we should be acting anytime. Any one of our rights are infringed. Mm-hmm. Not just the Second Amendment. We know the Second Amendment's the first domino. Yeah. Well, if but, that falls, everything falls. Yeah. yeah. But but the thing is, is like with the shutdowns and everything else, they were trampling all over our rights to to move freely, our, our rights of expression, to, to everything else. To be honest else. with you, I, I, I think the, the reason why that went the way it went is everybody was happy to have a couple week vacation in spring <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't mad about it i, I, wasn't, I wasn't mad I dude i'm doing freaking facebook posts of me sitting in my in my hammock drinking a margarita at freaking 11 o'clock <laughs> right, in the morning. right it was actually pretty cool for a little bit but then i went back to work i said fuck y'all i went back to work now i was in a a my business is i work outdoors i don't go in people's right. houses um so it, even if it was the Worst thing they told us, if, if reality was what they fed Actually us, said that it was, um, yeah. I, I wouldn't have been affected by it anyway. But now we all know it was uh, it was pretty exaggerated. Right. So there's there's some backstory on this uh, this um, governor. OK. She used to be a Democrat uh, rep in the House. Oh, so she should know better. So a, a gentleman by the name of James. Hallinan, he's a Phoenix-based political consultant and worked on her campaign, Yeah, is dead. What? So according to multiple sources, this guy passed away uh, in the like middle, middle, late July. Right. So it, 
he he died on Thursday, this date. I'm trying to figure out. So he died on July 18th. Right. So on apparently in 2018, when uh, this lady was uh, in Congress, she poured water on his crotch and groped him like she was trying to get up in there. Was it cold water? I Well, that would be counterproductive. You would think. <laughs> That's why I'm asking. So he complained, and they kind of figured out a way to push it under the rug. And then when she uh, ran in 2022, right. this issue came up, and her campaign paid him $150,000. Her campaign paid him one hundred fifty. Paid him off to shut him up. Don't don't tell anybody I grabbed you, PP. Yep, it, it was you know. Listen, we're in the middle of a campaign. We don't need this shit coming out of the closet. Right. So it was you know it was four years previously. Oh, they paid him one hundred fifty grand, and and then he's dead. That uh, and then he's dead. Yeah. I guess he should let her final his PP. His last tweet was the level of corruption and abuse is at an all-time high in New Mexico. I'm still shocked, but I guess I shouldn't be at this point. Kind of vague. Yeah. Doesn't say who he's talking about. Right. But remember, he worked on her campaign, multiple campaigns for her. Now he's dead. Uh, Not cool? No. So this lady's got a typical... She's not an she's like Democrat. She, yeah. A lot of people, when you look at the tweets, are like, I immediately thought of Hillary Clinton. Well, that's what she wants. She's <laughs> aspiring to follow in Hillary's <laughs> footsteps, apparently. Matter of fact, not I know, she, we're, I know we're powerful. Suicidal. We've already established that. But maybe, maybe we should just we, uh, we stop are, talking about her. We are not suicidal. No, absolutely not. Uh-huh. We are not. So what else you got, Dan? So... We're going to we're going to stick with the uh, Democrat uh, officials, okay. government officials. Man, so, that's terrific. So there is a there's a chick who's running for the Virginia House. So state house. Yeah. And uh, she's a Democrat. And apparently she's pretty popular mm. on a website called Chatterbait. Yeah, you know what that is. So right? you heard of like, this is like, uh, I don't know, a, a version of OnlyFans. It's, it's or like naked Zoom, is what it is. So Chatterbait, if you, it's like a naked Google Hangout, except it's all literally hanging out. So you, it's like a naked okay. face. It's like naked FaceTime. So I just want to give you some some background in this. All story. right, let's hear. It. She is a mother of two young children. Oh man. She's running in a competitive race mm. to represent District 57 in Richmond. We heard some songs about yeah, Richmond. Right. Rich man north of Richmond. Yes. Yep. So uh, she is it's, apparently has about 50, almost 6,000 followers on this Chatterbait thing. So I guess with Chatterbait, they don't use money. They use tokens. And that's how she gets paid. Yeah, so she can go down to the arcade and play some Pac-Man. 
<laughs> and she said she was doing private <coughs> shows yeah. for certain acts. Right. Raising money for a good cause. Which was? There's people that are thinking it was her campaign because yeah. this is very recent. Sounds about a, a, you know. So apparently on multiple occasions, she's had uh, had some acts with her husband involved. Oh. Like on camera. A little freaky Zoom action. A little freaky uh, FaceTime. Freaky, freaky, yeah. Yeah. And uh, she here's here's some some of her own words. She's in in a, in other videos. She she suggested that she and her husband have tried swapping with different partners, and as she is ethically non-monogamous. So I don't know how that. I don't fits. know how that's, that, that sounds like an oxymoron <laughs> right there. Ethically non-monogamous, but apparently he doesn't like sharing because he's ethical. Because he's <laughs> monogamous. <laughs> yeah, but he's got issues. Obviously, if he's been on there with her. Mm -hmm. um, well, he's got issues if he's at least tried the sharing part of it. So if you're, I guess, with this website, if you pay, you can go. Go see this stuff. Sure. And you can do a little screen capture action. So somebody posted uh, some of these videos. Right. To call her out. And her, I, I, I got one. Her, her screen name is Hot Wife Experience. Oh, let me look that up. <laughs> and I, I've seen the pictures. She, she, she ain't all that hot. Anyways, um, people have shared the videos. Right. So, in a statement to the Washington Post, she called the public publicly posted videos in an illegal invasion of my privacy designed to humiliate me and my family. It no, won't no, wait, wait, wait. Let's back up. Let's <laughs> let's let's look at the big picture here. All right, you are on a video platform online, mm -hmm. and how many times have we heard? If it's online, it's forever. It's forever. Mm -hmm. So you're on a video. Doing God knows what naked, it, it and people there's there's it's there's no discretion I guess on who can watch it. You can go in anybody if they pay a few bucks can go see click whoever they want. Sure. So who doesn't want to see a hot wife experience? Apparently, I, I mean, I, I, 50, 57, 70 people, five thousand seven hundred seventy people want to see a hot wife experience. And well, one of them was a rich man north of rich. One of them uh, decided to post the videos. Which, to be honest with you, is not cool. But at no, the same time, not. you put it out there and you you get what you get. You do. I mean, <laughs> it is there. I mean, it's it's it is there. So here, here's her quote: "It won't intimidate me and it won't silence me." Okay. My political opponents and their Republican allies have proven they're willing to commit sex crime to attack me and my family because there's no line they won't cross to silence women when they speak up. What the fuck are you talking about? Sex crime? It's not a sex crime. No, you need to figure out what a sex crime is. Right. And you are actually demeaning the sex crime. And um, I'm sorry, I'm looking her up. That's right. So Gibson <laughs> is is going up against uh, Republican David Owen, former home builder, for uh, uh, an election coming up on November 7th, who, as far as we know, has not shown his junk for money. Okay, as so far as we know. To, to me, that's a step up. That is it's a step uh, in the right direction. That is a positive. Virginians, that might be the guy uh, that you want to uh, target in this election with your vote. Now, let me interject something here. I know that when somebody is watching a, a, a naked woman, they're not looking at their forehead. 
she could make a fortune selling advertising space on her forehead. <laughs> Just saying that. So here's this is an important election. There's a hundred member Virginia House. Right. Right now, Republicans hold a forty nine to forty six lead. There's some vacated seats that are coming up. Right. So it's an important election. Sure it is. So, um, and the Democrats control the Senate. Yeah. 22 to 18. So if you want a representative that you might be able to drop some tokens on, that's your girl. Yeah. Well, don't do that. Right. Vote for the guy who hasn't showed his junk on. Well, that, that, that I'm being facetious, obviously. <laughs> I know you are. <laughs> but, but, you know, I mean, you know, that could be a campaign promise. You know, you donate, donate to my campaign. <laughs> I'll show you my gunk. Junk. I'll show you my junk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's going to work. No. It's not. Really not. <laughs> no, that, that's got a lot of politicians in trouble over the years. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Apparently, this person is, is owning it. Mm. Owning it. And as a matter of fact, she's saying that if you... Uh, it's a sex com crime. Complain about it, you're guilty of a sex crime. You know what it really is, Dan? What? Climate change. Oh, hell yeah. Everything. That is the problem. It is climate change. Everything is climate yes. change. Yeah, it is. That's that's what caused it. She was hot, temperature wise, <laughs> and she 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 was just trying to get comfy and said, "You know what? I'm comfy." <laughs> the global <laughs> the global, global temperatures global, have increased so much, yes. that she had to get naked. This climate in change order to cool off. Look, I'm naked. Let me let me see if I make some cash off of. Well, I listen. You need a campaign. You need to you get some campaign mm -hmm. funds going because you're in a tough race. You are in a tough against race. a guy who's not willing to do everything. No, he's it, not willing to it, drop his junk. It on, is to on, get elected on the webcam. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, you got to laugh at this. You shit. have to, man. The uh, the thing, I mean, you know, look, I, look, I'll be the first to tell you, I've got skeletons in my closet, and I, I won't get into too much detail what those skeletons are. But you were a rock star. Yeah. Major rock star. And there are probably pictures of me out there, but they were Polaroids. <laughs> Back then, you get away then, with shit. Yeah, you can do some things. But it, I just, you know, you got to know when you file to run for office. All that shit's coming up. If, it, if you it's just, there, what you've done, you've converted your stucco brick or wood walls to glass, yeah, man, is yeah. what you're doing. And there's nothing, and everything's under a microscope, which may be helpful if you want to show your junk. Well, in it, now, and that if, was a great joke. You was. didn't even catch it. I did. Now, if you, there's one party that you could run under where that uh, could uh, drive a successful campaign, right? Like nobody cares. The Democrat Party. Yeah, because Obama's apparently getting the white meat and doing <laughs> freaking crack in the back of a limo. Yeah, man. Yeah, you know, that's what's up. Yeah, he's definitely do that. I mean, well, I don't know that he's definitely, allegedly. Yeah, and, and then you've got you've got people responding. Like, when when Tucker did that interview with Larry Sinclair. Yeah. It's a fucking great interview. <laughs> and put it out there on Twitter. A lot of the responses were like, okay, so Obama's gay, big deal. And it's like, well, it kind of is a big deal. Is is he gay? Is he? If he's gay, he's married to supposedly a woman. Supposedly, there's some, there's some. Supposedly, I like the the that he's accidentally called Michael in public. Yeah, Big Mike. Big Mike. Yeah, <laughs> I like the memes that 
(laughs) (laughs) that it was it Obama or Michelle that uh, wanted you to go paddle boarding. Uh, I think it was uh, Obama. Well, I don't know. But uh, you never know. It might be Michelle. Yeah. She's jealous. Where, where, well, there's the meme where Obama's laying in bed with Larry Sinclair. <laughs> and Larry's like, what do you want to do tomorrow? Let's and, go and, and Obama's like, let's go paddleboard. <laughs> <sighs> Memes are awesome. Dude, I mean, and the thing is, is we're, we're not making any of this up. No. We're making fun of it. We are. We are. We're, we're having it, a good laugh it's, about it. It's, it's, out there it's alleged yes but listen if you watch that interview with tucker it it it, the guy sounded pretty damn credible yeah yeah he did you know and you can say well credible for a criminal well i've seen plenty of you fuckers on the left out there rolling criminals up and telling us how credible they are sure absolutely so I mean, half of Congress. You're only credible, I guess, if you're a criminal and you're on one side. I don't know. That's how it works. Uh, well, it's just like we talked about last week. I mean, you know, um, they, they want to hold you to a higher standard. That they the, don't live up the, to. They're not willing to live up to right. themselves. Yep. yep. What they do is they, tr- they, they hold you to your own standards, which our own standards is not to take tokens for uh, free picks of our <laughs> junk. It's not to uh, do away with certain rights that are constitutional that we were born with. Mm-hmm. It is not to, I don't want to say, because Trump was in office when the lockdowns occurred, so I can't say that not all of that's there. But it's it, it basically, our standards are much higher. Our moral compass is more correct. Well, they don't believe in morals. Exactly. Moral morality is subjective. Yeah. And it's just like it if you remember when Clinton got caught caught getting the getting a Hummer in the in the Oval Office. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a big deal. Man's getting a Hummer. Well, he's married. So it shows a lack of commitment. It shows a lack of morality. Mm-hmm. It shows um you know, deviant standards in how you live. And one thing, you know, it's kind of funny, and, and we're, we're, we're at the end of the podcast here, but I want to say this. Uh, you know, being a musician, you hang out with certain people. And some of those people are a lot more creepy with looser moral standards than I, than I care to hang out with. But because of I'm in bars and I'm in certain venues, and, I'm, you know, I, I don't associate with these people, but I'm around some of them. And I mentioned April. I guess it was about a month ago. Actually, it was before Travis left the cast. I was like, you know what? Travis and Dan are, are, are two of my best friends. And yes, we will we'll, we'll point out an attractive woman. And we'll talk about how tra- attractive they are. But nobody in our circle would ever dream of, of cheating on our wives. I, I am. We're all committed to our mates. Absolutely. And when we took our vows, we we took them seriously. Mm-hmm. And if more people would do that, because, you know, you, you talk about this, and I used to teach this when I taught sales, when I was in management. Integrity is doing the right thing when nobody's watching. Yep. And I can't tell you how many times I've played places before I got fat and ugly that where women would approach me 
and and basically just lay it out, you know, and say, hey, you know, here's the offer. And I have turned it down because I've been in a committed relationship with my wife mm-hmm. or a committed relationship with just a girlfriend. And, and, you know, that is one thing that the left severely lacks. They have no integrity. Yeah, because they well, they their argument is your moral standards aren't reality. They don't apply. That to, you can't they, live up to them. Yeah, well, and that they that they're not real. Like they're what, subjective. They're yeah. they're a philosophy. If you want to do that, that's your choice. However, if I want to do whatever I want to do, then. They well, don't believe in a higher. Like, they don't believe in a higher power that's going to hold them accountable. Well, it's just like God went up there in Virginia that's running for Congress, or, mm-hmm. or state state house. Ethical, non-monogamy. Yeah, what kind of craziness? Throughout is that? the history of man, with the exception of Latter Day Rome before they fell, mm-hmm. which played into which, yeah. When you were in a committed relationship, there was no such thing of ethical non-monogamy unless you were one of joseph smith's followers in utah you know when the mormon church was founded so i man dude i i just there obviously society dictates what outside of biblical principle they dictate what morality is and they and that can fluctuate and change over time but there are certain standards they dictate the reaction of people to immorality. Mm-hmm. They don't ever change what morality is. No, you're right. They, well, well, they, well, that's the reason I said outside yeah. of biblical principles, because if we don't have a higher authority or a natural law in place, it, it's it's moral anarchy is mm-hmm. what it is. And, and, so, I, and societies collapse. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. With that being said, we are out of time for... Dan, I am your Uncle Wes, and we will see you next time on the Driveway Liberty Podcast.